Welcome to the Out of Limits of Inner Truth Radio Show. Outoflimitsradio.com. I'm your host, Ryan. Welcome back to the program. He's a channeled spirit who made its debut on the Out of Limits of Inner Truth Radio Show the very first year we were broadcasting. It was such a rush and it was so important for me, especially at the time, because first off, it shows the Out of Limits of Inner Tooth Radio show to let itself be known over Coast to Coast AM with George Nori. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe we outscooped George Nori. I mean, that was a rush. It was a rush. I uh, loved Coast to Coast, loved George Nori, but came on the Out of Limits of Inner Tooth Radio show. And also, this particular channel, Spirit, was working with a teacher of one of my greatest teachers, Stuart Wilde. Stuart was working with a gentleman named Marshall Lever. Marshall was channeling this particular spirit, and it was a teacher to Stuart. And if you know anything about Stuart Wilde, he went on to become one of the all-time greatest metaphysical teachers and authors. And I still think that Stuart Wilde is not even – people don't even realize how, how big he is. He's going to get so much bigger as, as time progresses. But this particular channel spirit is very warm, has a lot to offer, a lot to say. And I'll tell you what, pretty much up until the point where I met this channel spirit – my previous experiences with channeled spirits were not really that great. I mean, where do I begin? I think most of my ex-girlfriends at one point in time were channeling the devil towards me. Ah, you know, God, don't, don't channel the devil. I'm busy. You know, channeling the devil. So that was my first glimpse with negative experiences with the channeled spirit. And another time I went to a medium, I must have been about 12 years ago, and there was this channeled spirit that was coming through. And when it came through, it's just like, it just told me, it just didn't like me. It didn't even get a chance to, 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 to talk to me first before it was like me. It's like, I don't like you. And it went away. So when we talked to our guest, our featured guest, this channel spirit, they were going to talk to you in a few minutes. It was refreshing because it was nice and it was, it wanted to talk to me. And I think it has a lot of great, wonderful information. I want to call this an it. it is a distinctive, uh, celestial being is very warm. I'm really excited to welcoming back our feature guest to the program. Let us begin tonight's show. Blessings and peace, beloved. It is a delight to commune with you today. You who stand at the gateway, really broadcasting your truth to people, your enthusiasm, you who express your heart and your creativity in this way, I welcome all your helpers, all those around you, all those spirits, helping you get that message out into the hearts and souls of people and all the ascended beings who come forward. And, of course, your family, relations, and ancestors in the spirit world, calling also forward the angelic, archangelic beings and deities who want their message also to go out into the world at this difficult time, calling also all the energies of the Christ, presence of the solar logos manifesting so strongly at this time stirring so much change and transformation in the hearts and minds of humanity honoring also solar lords solar deities and all the elemental spirits powers deities of earth air fire and water and all the beings who gather around to assist you in your life familiars, allies within the earth, air, fire, water, the beings who are animals, birds, water beings, insect beings, serpent beings, 
all those who may not be visible but bring their powers and blessings to all of humanity. And so we welcome also the crystalline beings who are the Akashic record keepers to bring forward knowledge and the information so needed at this time and the overview going forward into the future for humanity to be able to orientate, to guide themselves along a narrow path at this time to really cross through into the next era, the era of a new understanding, a new creation coming forward at this time. Blessings and peace, beloved. Blessings and peace, beloved. Blessings and peace out to you, Mr. Fu. You know, Mr. Fu, I wanted to say something real quick, that I'm hearing an echo in my voice. We um, Actually, I guess it's okay. The technician shall come forward, the great Sophia. <laughs> for you. Well, I hope I will. I don't know if it's definite. Um, okay, I don't think I don't know if I hear my voice. Okay, I guess we're better. Mr. Fu, welcome back to the Outer Limits of Inner Tooth Radio Show, where you made your initial debut about four years ago. Great honor to have you with us. Blessings of peace on to you. Wishing you an abundance of peace and love. I guess the first question I have for you, Mr. Fu, is the times that we've spoken, the course of four years, where do you see humanity heading at this point? Do you think that anything has changed? Are we going to have some kind of breakthrough where the celestial energy is going to come through? Or do you think that humanity is maybe taking a turn for the worse? Where we're about to go through this unprecedented dark era of history of just, you know, tyranny and, and oppression. What are your thoughts? Well, beloved, you are at present in a deep underpass. You know, you really are at this time, the age of Kali Yuga, as it is called in some cultures, a dark age indeed, an age of meeting of the karma of the past thousands of years, an age of transformation, of rectification, of really looking and owning humanity, being asked to really see what has happened over this period of time, of these thousands of years, particularly of patriarchy, but not only. It is really a reckoning, a time of reckoning, and that is both individual, familial, societal, and global, and of course, uh, geographical, and in that sense, of the earth itself. And so, what a time indeed you are living in, dear ones. But the thing to remember is, though, this is an underpass, and you do need to go under to get through. You have to get in touch with what is underneath, with the subconscious, with what is difficult to get hold of. But however, so long as you do that, understand that there is a great presence, a great angelic holding at this time. And that is why I work so strongly with the ascended beings, angelic beings and deities who are overlighting that underpass. So if you saw an image of a great mountain and you are going underneath, then all around that mountain there are gathered beings of light protecting that underpass, making sure that all those who have the intention to meet uh, the the, the debris, the fallout, the destructive energies that have accumulated over the past period of time, all those who have the courage, the will and the determination and take action and go forward on the inner plane, doing the healing work within themselves, each one, each individual, 
and within families, in groups, in communities, and within society as a whole, as that happens. And there are some examples of it happening. And more and more people are coming forward to do this work. Then you can be assured that those who make it through that underpass, they're going to come out into a very different aspect of the earth. It's going to be a bit like a magical underpass. And you come out and you think, goodness me, I didn't even know it could be this beautiful upon the earth as people learn new ways to be. But while those who are wise and going down and into the depths of karmic meeting, of deep shadow work, of ownership and healing, there are those who are still engaged in war and conflict, in destruction, you could say on the outside, on the slopes, up and down that mountain, a terrible war is waging for supremacy. Those who think that they can rule the earth from on top, as it were. And there will be a lot of mutual destruction. And those who can only see what is visible from, you could say, the surface, they will think, indeed, the world is coming to an end. As also there will be those natural disasters that are occurring quite frequently, as you know. However, in that image, as we show you, there is the protection there is solid protection for all those who are engaged upon their soul's path. And that can make uh, many different expressions. It can take many different forms in your world. But the, the identifying features for someone who is on their soul's path is that they are engaged in love, compassion, understanding, self-integration, healing, connection with their soul and they are reviewing their life activities to be in alignment with those deep inner goals now that is a very short answer to your question I hope it makes sense to you beloved it There's does me. make sense Mr. Fu and with every question you have another one or three or four will come forth my understanding Mr. Fu my understanding is that we are all coming from the same source we are all one uh, frequency we're all one energy and my understanding is that every person on earth every living being is a point of attraction for this energy and the question i have is that knowing what the earth plane is like if we were able to foresee what the earth plane is like the war the famine all the disasters and we come into this to experience it do you feel in any capacity that people who are on the life path who do not wish to go through the pain and suffering and to kind of pull themselves away from this world of chaos in some way, shape, or form, do you think that they actually could be kind of, I don't know, not following their true evolutionary path? Like they, they, if you specifically came here to experience on Earth, should you not go through the Earth um, in a painful-like fashion? Isn't this not what we came here for? Because my understanding is that if we're not on Earth, aren't we in bliss? So by following a lighter path, is that a contradiction of what our true evolutionary goal on Earth was, which is, you know, to experience all the Earth has to have offer, the good and the bad? Peace, beloved. I, I Peace. certainly do understand your question. Mm -hmm. The first thing to say is it is not necessary, absolutely fundamentally necessary, to be in great pain in order to prove you're on your soul's path. There are those on their soul's path who are not required to... Uh, to experience a lot of pain. It is possible. They don't, they're not synonymous. Your soul's path, suffering, pain. They're not all, you know, in one orchestra. 
you know, there are indeed, as you said, a great variety uh, of negative and positive experiences to be had in in incarnation. For the soul's evolution requires definitely plenty of pleasure. Otherwise, it is impossible to uh, counter the pain. But yes, I do. I do say to you that you need to be prepared to meet. Uh, we can call it the shadow, the negativity, the pain, the suffering, the wounding that is yours. And and for each individual, that is very unique. There is not one rule for all. There is not one pain for all. That is the wonder. That is the extraordinary nature of creation. There is enough for all. Where one person will have a pain here, this person here will, will have the joy necessary to, to hold the energy for that person in pain to come right through and to be infused with that joy, with that healing love. The answers are all there in the wholeness of humanity. But what has happened in the, in, in the overall picture is separation. Separation from the source, separation from each other, separation uh, in many places, not all, uh, from family and tribe, community, from belonging. Separation uh, from inside, right inside the self, separation within, uh, the soul separation, soul loss. There are many conditions which need specialist and careful support to, to be healed. And so humanity has become you know, very complex in its needs. But the very first steps that need to be taken are those of learning truth, learning honesty, learning, that's right, ownership of what really is. No more pretending, no more bypassing, no more, no more as it were, you know, oh, I'm all light and I'm over here and, and you're all dark and you're over there. That just doesn't exist. Every single human being has had or is having uh, or may have encounter with pain or so-called darkness, suffering, wounding. And even though it might not be in their own being, they will be carrying it somewhere, maybe from ancestors, maybe from their society, uh, maybe from their situation. And so, absolutely, the human life requires that that you accept what is. That you go in and you take ownership of what is yours and that you carry your own weight. And that in carrying it, you can then disperse that weight. In owning it, you can then let it go. You can't let go of something you don't own. But in owning your pain, then you can begin to let it go. In seeing and understanding the whole picture, you can begin to reconnect to that whole. In realizing your loss, you can be found again. And so, yes, this is a brief answer, but yes, that is right. The human life is full of opposites. You live in a world of duality, and that is the evolution of the soul, to be able to bring the wholeness, the vastness, the, in fact, limitlessness of your spirit into this limited time and space boundaried experience in the body. Blessings and peace. Blessings and peace, Mr. Fu. And as far as where you are right now, I've always wondered, 
the way I mean, I, I explain to people that you are you know, you're coming through Sally, you're channeling a um, you're a being being channeled through Sally. Are you a um, in, aligned right now in totality with your higher self? Is your expression right now a communication that is of, a, of an individual or being that is one with their higher self? You're communicating through your higher self or your optimal self at this point in your spiritual evolution, communicating through human beings. And I guess there's a second part to this is, is there any aspects of your consciousness that have gone on to reincarnate on Earth at this point in time, where as of right now you are communicating through my higher self or communicating through an optimal spiritual self, but are there other parts of you that have actually gone on to reincarnate on Earth at this present time? Negative, there is no part of me incarnated at this time. Okay. Negative. I am in an astral form. I have taken an astral body which I inhabit when I come to speak through the vehicle. I am part of a large oversoul, and you would recognize many of the names of those who have incarnated from this Christ energy oversoul. So I am what they call an ascended being in my true state. And then the aspect of me that communicates, that calls myself Chong Fu, is manifesting into the astral plane, into a light body, and can be accessed by those beings who are able to enter into their higher self-connection. And so I can be accessed. And through that astral presence, that higher energy, that oversoul, that Christ energy aligned oversoul can also be accessed. And so this is how all ascended beings work. We come into the fifth dimension. We come into the fourth dimension and we manifest an astral presence in order to then interface within the physical reality. That's negative. I do not have a physical aspect incarnated at this time. Peace. Peace. Well, I, I just want to let you know that on the Outer Limits of Inner Truth Radio Show, we've taken a poll, and they said of all the channeled spirits they want to have reincarnated, you, you're the number one. So we just had to ask. They want to know if you're going to be coming back anytime soon because as of right now, you, you're the most popular channeled spirit we've ever had on our show. So I just want to let you know that, Mr. Fu. So uh, congratulations. You've gotten done some riveting interviews. So I want to thank you very much. And as far as... And you haven't asked, let me answer the question. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to tell you the chart. You can't ask such a pertinent question and then oh, not okay. want the answer, beloved. I'm sorry. Go on, Mr. Fu. Did I not interrupt? So I'm sorry to disappoint those who want me to pop in tomorrow. But they do. I am, I, am, I am engaged, as many ascended beings are at this time, in trying to assist in the turnaround for humanity and for life upon the earth. And it is a standing joke with my beloveds here, my students and, and my clients, you know. When you're coming back, Chung Fu, and I say, for the golden age, beloved for the golden age, and we will come together. And all those who want to come, you've got plenty of time. You'll be going back to spirit, and we're going to organize a party, and we're going to come together in a, between 500 and 700 years from now, in the golden okay. age, in the golden age upon this earth, which we will all have seeded now. Peace.
<laughs> Mr. Fu, just enlivening on that. Yeah, so when you, when you see those ascended masters, I mean, I'm sure there are people out there that want to come back and teach, but no stiffs. We don't need any more people with, with wagging the finger and, you know, tell us what to do. I mean, you're fun. Yeah, you make it fun. Make learning fun. So can you please tell the uh, the stiffs to maybe come back after the golden era? Is it possible? <laughs> you still love it. <laughs> we, well, we, which ascended master is, is, is the, you know, the one that, yeah, like that, that from your point I don't of know. View. I guess the ascended master that comes back and gives you candy when you do something wrong, you know. Like, you know, the, the, the fun one, the fun one that says, yeah. you know, learning can be fun. And, you know, I don't know. None of the whole, like, penance stuff. None of the whole, like, you you know, you got to go through penance and stuff. I want fun. I want fun learning. And fun they love it. Beloved, beloved, I think you have been duped somewhere. There are no ascended beings that aren't fun. We're all great fun. Okay. Peace. Peace. (laughs) I'm not sure who's been ascended, who's been, who's been promoted to you as ascended, who's a, who is a stiff. I don't know. I think it's because on the earth plane. When you go through school, it's generally boring. It can be very boring. You always have all these teachers, and learning is so not fun here. And I, I don't know. I feel like it should be fun. You should have a good time. So I'm glad to know that there's no stiff. Peace to love it. It's in peace Absolutely. Love. I think you can get on the rotor for ascension, beloved. You're on the right, right. track. <laughs> and as far as ascension goes, seeking to become an ascendant master, you know, I'm wondering, what is the fastest or more direct path to that? Is that for a person who was willing to have more unconditional love or keep love in their heart? Is it about curiosity? Is it about going through a tremendous amount of pain and still holding that love? What do you think are, uh, is the most direct path towards becoming an ascended master, not only in this life incarnation, but eventually in their spiritual evolution? Peace. Well, I think you said it all, beloved. I think you, as I said, you're on you're on the road, beloved. You're you're just on the starting line there. But you know, it, it's all of what you said. It's it's pretty self-explanatory, really. You know, to anybody who has that an instinct, you know, basically, you know, what does ascended mean? You see, you see, there is always that ascended part of your being because you think about it. How could you have descended? and be on earth if you weren't ascended in the first place. Where did you come from? So when we say you come from the source uh, of oneness, well, that speaks for itself, doesn't it? You must have come from there. So what's actually happening is that you are remembering. So ascension is where you are remembering. And if you're not done with having, as you said, a great time on earth, because remember, it's it's definitely not all pain. There's a lot of pleasure and you certainly know you're made for pleasure and fun and joy and laughter and all the good things. But as you say, yes, due to many uh, very complex situations, which we won't go into in detail, you've made a few mistakes. And so you're busy rectifying those, you know, getting the rose-tinted colored glasses off, you know, getting spectacles that help you to see clearly what's what's been going on and why you're in a fix if you're in a fix or why things aren't working if they're not. And so, but this is all part of the, the incredible adventure of being a human being, you know, and you've chosen this. So the thing is this idea of, oh, we're all stuck down here and all you ascended beings, you're all having fun playing tag up in the heavens, you know. Yeah, I guess you're like having a good time. We have to go to work down here and, and deal with crazy politicians and war. You guys, you guys have it made. 
I know, I'm, but I'm you chose it. You chose it. I so you, you chose I to don't come know. here. No, but you did. Oh, oh. I, I think somebody. I, I think my higher. I think a higher self gave my higher self a roofie, and said, "Go." No, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I. I, I I'm, <laughs> Your higher <laughs> self. Uh, my higher self, Mel, Bill Cosby's higher self. I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. No, I don't know. Your higher self. Your ascended self. Your higher self. This is a language. You see. You see, if you say my highest self, then you know that there's a part of you that knows and is talking to Chung Fu, but really, you know, there's a part of you that knows everything I say. And that goes for everyone who who comes consciously to their spiritual path or is interested in evolution, in inner truth, you see, because you wouldn't be interested in it. You're only interested in, in a sense recognizing, bringing out from yourself what actually is. So this is a process of evolution, of bringing out. You see, it's, it's not something that you evolve. You, see, you, don't, you don't dissolve. You're actually coming out. You're not dissolving anything. You may be dissolving the pain, but in terms of beingness, you're, you're coming out. You're becoming more and more, basically, your higher self. So that's it. In a nutshell, you know, it, it is, you are here for joy. You are here because you already know what ascension is. And, and you're not going to leave until you've had the whole gamut of human experience, every kind of experience. That's why you're here. I know it seems really hard to imagine. Why would I choose a life of abuse, pain, suffering? Why would I choose to come and be knocked off with one bullet the minute I'm born? Why would I choose to you know, enter a, a place where there's famine. Uh, well, because you want all that experience. That's the thing, you see. It's to realize that you are made from all of that substance, all of that experience. You would not have compassion for anyone who suffered unless you had suffered. And so it goes round and round. And eventually you get to that point and you have such compassion, such love. Such a huge amount of energy that is going out into the world. You realize, wait a minute, I could do this better from another vantage point. And I've, I've learned so much. I've learned everything I can possibly learn on this earth at this time with these opportunities available. So I'm now going to take the Bodhisattva vow if I'm going to incarnate. Or otherwise, I'm going to take the Master's vow where I sit in the in the fifth dimension with the oversouls of so many beings upon the earth who are now seeking, who now want to know truth, and I'm going to be totally available. And that's how the ascended beings are, just totally available to the whole of humanity, to anyone who calls them in. That's a choice. That's the next level. Peace. Peace. Peace, uh, Mr. Fu. I was wondering, as I have a question about peak evolutionary potential not just with human beings with all different species whether they be in the physical body or be in the on the astral body but mainly to deal with the physical body my understanding is that in order to get into the physical body the physical body and the physical dimension is at a slower vibrational frequency and that spirit true spirit is at a very high vibrational frequency so apparently my understanding is that we have this amnesia we come to these physical bodies we have the illusion of separation. We're going through this. Even if a person in a human body 
was able to learn everything there is to know and get to their highest point, what is their peak evolution? What is their peak evolution for a human being? Is there, can you get to a point where you can only attain so much knowledge and so much information and become one with spirit to the point where your physical body can no longer handle it? And the reason why I ask this is because you talked about a golden era of humanity where humanity will become one, we'll have all these wonderful eras, we'll have love and compassion. But human beings in our natural state seems like we're animals. And all animals, not all animals as beautiful as they are, seem to get along. So will we be limited? What is the peak human potential as far as evolution goes? And is it kind of a, an illusion to think that a human being could become more than it already is? Peace. Peace. Evolution. This is the subject. You're talking about evolution. So the human being, uh, you know, here you all are in bodies and you're very aware of your animal, your more bestial lower self. You're really aware of how that seems to contradict your, your spiritual limitless God or ascended self. I understand. And that, that's right. That's where you are. So if you think of it like that, so you understand. However, there is great beauty in the animal kingdom and wildness and ferociousness and all kind of things that you wouldn't want to edit out of the spectrum of, of experience and potential. But the human being, it can in fact choose. So, you know, you know yourself or maybe you don't know that human beings can choose and it's not because they've done anything bad. They can choose to go into the animal realm. They can also choose, and, and I'm talking about a certain level of evolution to have that choice, to go into other star realms and to return into the earth realm. So there is already versatility and choice as to where to incarnate in order to evolve. But generally speaking, there will be a spate of human lives. And generally speaking, when you go into the animal realm, you will go into a particular area and evolve within that area of the animal or other uh, nature kingdoms. But in terms of the human being, so where the human being is going in terms of evolution, because you look back and you can look back and see the many stages of evolution from ape through to many stages of humanoid coming through into Cro-Magnon, coming through into all the stages of, of evolution of, of the human form. And if you look at that on a purely, as it were, um, you know, uh, survival of the fittest level on that type of scientific level of the evolution, then you can also see how the brain of the human being and the, the way that you are now into information overload, the kind of knowledge, artificial intelligence, computers, everything you're all working with, the superfluity of information type of knowledge that's on your planet. Then you realize, wait a minute, it's not all about that because you know, the human soul is evolving in a particular way and using artificial intelligence to store knowledge, using and understanding how to, uh, how to bring the computerized world into the world of soul. So there is a whole evolution happening here where the human soul, in wanting to gain greater perfection of itself, is starting to offload some of the heavier tasks some of the more laborious tasks. Can you watch and see there how the human intelligence is, is also, you know, making space for itself to grow greater in a soul sense. 
Along with that, however, of course, there's a lot of unconsciousness and, as you say, violence and a lot going on there that is anti-evolutionary. So we, we, without talking about a particular strand of humanity, an area of growth within humanity, and I'm just going to take that one, that one strand, if you like, that one, uh, they're like threads uh, are, are woven into the whole oversoul of humanity, these very special threads, beings coming in who, who are literally seeding these evolutionary changes within the bodies of some of humanity. And eventually that will go through all. But you would say this is God's experiment going forward now. And that will lead to an ever more, uh, what I would call, porous light body and physical body. Well, uh, where the light body and the physical body uh, are made very, uh, are made more porous, are more able to to move in and out of each other, and where human beings uh, can incarnate with these particular kinds of bodies where they can see the spirits. So the spirits are incarnated within the fourth dimension, the astral plane, and the human beings' bodies will be able to walk in that astral plane visibly so that the beings of the astral plane, you could say the earth becomes more fourth dimensional for them. It's not so much that the earth is completely changing, but that the fourth dimension of the earth becomes accessible and you find yourself able to walk in your physical body, which has become impregnated with the light, with the astral light, and actually changed. If you looked into the molecules, they are permeated with light and saturated with light. And so that, that type of body that's being created now, some people already have it, that will become much more prevalent. And so when you're talking about peak evolution, that is where the human being can be incarnate, but also have total communication within the fourth dimension. And because in the fourth dimension, ascended beings can be present, angelic beings can be present, you then have literally the possibility of total direct communication between the spirit world and the physical world. And at that point, then, you also have a, a possibility. For example, you have the mediumship shown to you here by the vehicle. But this becomes something much more common where uh, spirit beings just easily come into and communicate all over the planet. And this spreads the wisdom very fast. And it spreads also new ways to to completely revitalize the earth itself. So, peace. I could go on forever, but I hope that helps. Oh, no, that's a great, great uh, answer, Mr. Fu. And, you know, in the course of uh, meeting with you in the last couple of years, I've noticed that you do your sessions, you do these sessions where people will call in, and you're bringing in all different types of energies. I know that they've gotten progressively uh, more fun, more engaging, interesting, and you've brought in several beings. I was wondering, where are your teachings going as far as uh, where they are on Earth right now? What do you would you say would be some of the most profound teachings you wish to bring forward uh, to, to planet Earth? And what are some of the greatest issues that you wish to bring forward uh, to people's attention at this present time? Peace. Peace. I am working along with many 
uh, brothers and sisters in the ascended realms to bring about a massive soul retrieval within the oversoul of humanity. So at this time, I'm sure you have noticed uh, the terrible hunger, famine, starvation, the wars, the conflicts. And what happens is a perpetuation of soul loss that becomes familial. It becomes ancestral. It is handed down through generations. And you can look into the eyes of some of those who are beaten down in your uh, in your wounded cultures. And you, you can literally see that there's no soul in their eyes. And so my job and the job of many beings working together at this time is soul retrieval, is bringing back the lost souls into the heart of humanity, bringing back the wholeness of humanity, and working one at a time within our brothers and sisters, and helping those who I can help to, to teach them to do that work, to hold space, sacred space, loving, healing space, for, for those souls to find their lost aspects, to, to reintegrate, to reconfigure, and to set out with renewed vigor on their soul's path upon the earth. Because at this time, above all, you need presence. You need beings of love, of compassion, who can, who can weather the, the destruction, the depressing, ongoing tumult of pain and suffering, ongoing cruelty, ongoing absence of soul, and who can remain present and gather around themselves companies of soulful beings to bring back to the oversoul of humanity the divine essence that is the living spirit within all things to be present here upon the earth. Peace to you one. Peace. And Mr. Fo, we don't have time for a few more questions, but I want to love I'd love to ask, what was the last time you got angry? What was the last time you got upset? And also, <laughs> is there a uh, is there a dark side of Mr. Fu? Like, is there like a because you're like of this light being? Is there like is you have like a, a twin uh, brother or, or um, energy that's on the dark side that's like trying to upend what you're trying to do? And also. Are there beings in the fourth dimension that are not exactly friendly? They could be just messing around with humanity. Peace. I got allies, beloved. <laughs> I got my dragon helpers. I got my dragon oh. helpers. I got guardians in dark places, beloved. But okay. No, ascended beings are not working with shadow. We're working with you. <laughs> Peace. And, and, you know, the last time I got angry, mm, angry. Well... I have some tough clients, beloved. I have some people who who are very, very resistant to looking at truth and and being able to go deep inside. And uh, I may have worked with them. It takes it takes about seven or eight years before I start to get a little bit firm and I start to declare certain uh, you know really hard boundaries, which they are then having to work with. They think I'm angry. I'm not angry, but I'm for sure facing their their demon and their rage, and I'm, 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 I'm really making a big presence there, and they think I'm angry. So that works. <laughs> <laughs> and when you deal with other people's energies and you're corresponding with them, I guess sometimes on Earth, 
a person will deal with someone and they'll absorb some of their energies. But based on where you're from, you're operating from the fourth dimension, you're in the astral plane. Do you deal with that at all? Do you ever observe or do you ever um, absorb some of their energies? That could be very intense. Does that ever get into you? Do you, have, do you yourself have to do any kind of cleansings where you kind of protect yourself from a person's energies? Even though they're in a physical body, I imagine that their energies are multidimensional. So, peace. Well, the truth is, beloved, you know, although I have an astral body, my astral body is completely surrounded by my ascended presence. So, no, I don't in my astral body uh, receive any abuse as such, but the vehicle does. So I have to sometimes really go in and help her clear. Sometimes she can get depleted. Sometimes she can experience psychic attacks. So, yes, I have to teach her methods of recovery, methods of, of looking after herself, protecting herself. So sometimes the energies, I have to pass them through that physical body, so I have to take great care of her. And so, yes, there, there, there certainly is a science to dealing with negative energies, but the fact of the matter is that I'm using a channel who's very strong, and so I'm, I'm taking care of her, but I'm also expanding the channels through which I can pass negative energies and ground them. Everything goes to ground. That is that is heavy and negative. In terms of the astral plane, I do not take anything back there. Everything remains, you know, uh, cleared at that level. And anything that needs to clear from the astral clears down and out through the physical body of the vehicle, out onto the earth, out into water or into fire. So it is dissolved in that sense uh, by myself and the guides uh, working with her in the in-between as well. So I take great care of her because, of course, she's invaluable to our work, and that's not just myself appearing here, but also other beings who come through at the, doing the same work. Peace. Peace. I couldn't agree with you. I love Sally. She's fantastic. Sally, Sophie, all of you guys are fantastic. So I'm glad you're working with that great family. And Mr. Fo, many years ago, when you were being coming through Marshall Lever, you were teaching for him. You came across a student, one of our beloved friends and teachers, Stuart Wilde. And he, apparently Stuart stood out. He was very curious, and he was the last of Marshall's students. I think he, he made the Marshall all these students, and Stuart kind of stood out. And Stuart was the person that kind of went on to become a great teacher. From all the people that you've talked with in the last couple of years, are there any teachers or students that you see that have a Stuart Wilde type essence to them that could actually become great ascended teachers, not only in our lifetime, but in lifetimes to come in the future. Peace. Peace. There are some, but I would not name them. Okay. Because that would that would compromise them. So I would not do that. But yes, yes, I have my eye on some that I am training. Peace. Peace. All right, Mr. Phil. And the final question we have is, what can people do in order to develop a relationship with you? Because, again, you know, there are a lot of ascended beings that are out there. There are a lot of uh, patron saints, angels, and I have to say, you're probably one of my favorite. You are, you're, you're cool, Mr. Fool. You're down to earth. You give people the direct answers. There's no hokey pokey. There's no look at me. There's no worship me. And I have to tell you, I, I think that's pretty awesome. So if there are people out there that are listening, that are loving the frequency that you're on, 
that want to engage with you, how can they um, become buddies with you? Is there, a, uh, is there a social media for the Fourth Dimension? Can they friend you on Fourth Dimension Facebook? Or how would they develop a relationship and a connection with you? I think I think this is the moment when I'm supposed to do my third dimensional media, beloved. Fourth dimensional media for sure exists, but it's it's very useful that that we have Jerome here who who will explain about and Sophia who will explain about third dimensional media, because the truth is that all ascended beings at this time are working with everything that you have, everything that has been created for communication. Communication is the great subject, of course, in terms of evolution, that there be open channels between all the dimensions, and that is so important to realize that. And I have created courses. We are now creating courses to help you to make those connections, to have those channels open, because it is about development. It's about you becoming open, human beings, realizing we are we are really here. You know, this is absolutely, as you say, it's not hocus pocus. And I've come all the way through the dimensions to be in this body and be with you. And so absolutely, this is a passionate subject close to my heart that people would realize this and would indeed just open up their minds and their hearts and open up their channels of communication. And so that's why we put on, you know, our online events, you know. I've learned a lot of language myself in those four years since last speaking to you, beloved. You see, online events, you see, teleseminars, you know, deep soul immersions. These are the events that we put on so that, you can commune with me directly. I am right there. I'm going to be in your front room. I'm going to be in your dining room or your office, wherever you are, out on the land, in your tent, wherever you choose to be. I am going to be there with you because that is the nature of an ascended being, unlimited by time and space. I am here to be present with you where you are. The only limitation is you, is your availability, your inner availability of heart, of mind, and of body. So the body part is where you have to develop yourself. You have to open your centers to expand your auric field because we are big. You know, our presence, our light presence is big. And if you're not expanded, we're going to blow your circuits. You know, it's very important that you understand we're coming through and, and we're filtering ourselves according to how much available space you have within your light body. The bigger you become, the bigger you will experience our presence. This is a magical universe, beloved. So the more you want to be in connection with Chung Fu and other ascended beings, the more we can be there with you. I am speaking for myself here, for the vehicle, for Sophia and Jerome, that we are passionately making available for you experiences of connection, on your internet at this time for as long as that is appropriate and that in the future we will be creating a land-based center where people can visit us and that we will make appearances in different towns in different countries to also make physical connection with those souls who wish to commune with us this is our passion so if it is yours we will surely link up beloved Blessings and peace. Blessings and peace. And Mr. Fu, this is where I quickly 
quickly. Wait, uh, wait a moment, beloved. Uh, <laughs> a young man has to speak to you. And a quick, quickly mention to you, Ryan, that um, people could go and check out Chung Fu on Instagram. It's Chung Fu Channel. And um, our YouTube channel is also Chung Fu Channel. And he's on Facebook as well. We all are. Deep Soul <clears throat> Connection <throat> slash Chung Fu. And and Ryan, we, we, there's two, two two events coming up shortly. One one is um, it's actually an in-person event that we're holding in Glastonbury on Friday evening. It's it's uh, a, a public event that that Chung Fu will be bringing through teachings and 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 also for people to ask questions. But we're also going to be live streaming that. So if anyone is interested in taking part in that. Um, they, they need to basically email me. Uh, you have my email. Perhaps you will post it with, with, with whatever this is. So the email is sophie.deepconnection at googlemail.com. And basically, so there's, there's that. But then there's also at the end of September in sort of three and a half weeks, we, we are doing what we call a deep soul immersion and that is a weekend-long event. It starts on the Friday evening and it finishes on the Sunday evening. And and that really is a. If people are interested, that really is a deep dive. That that is where they will experience um, really being, uh, if you like, in a, in an intensive workshop with Chung Fu because it's it's an extended period of time where they are basically being guided and held. In, in in going into deep soul connection, deep higher self connection, and and it's it's a really wonderful event. And all the people we've had many many people joining from the states. We've had many people joining from from Australia and New Zealand, and, and they have all reported really very deep shifts happening. So that's that's the end of September, the 22nd to the 24th of September. And if if anyone is interested, to get in in touch by my email. Okay, well, that, that sounds fantastic, and uh, thank you, Sophie. And Mr. Fu, I want to thank you so much for once again appearing on the Outer Limits of Inner Truth radio show. On behalf of myself and our listeners, uh, wishing upon you from the deepest recesses of our hearts and our souls an abundance of love, peace, gratitude. Your presence, your warmth is definitely felt. It is an honor to be conversing with you. And it is an honor to be working with you and getting your message out, especially because you're promoting peace, you're promoting this frequency of love, compassion, and I think it's awesome. You are definitely a cool, ascended master. Peace. Peace, beloved. May I just make a short blessing for you? Yes. May the living spirit that is within all things come forward to all who are listening to this program. To all the beloveds whose souls call you forward on your soul's path, to open your heart, to feel the wonder of life, to really recognize your true soul's colors and to bring forward into this world truth, love, peace, compassion, harmony, good relationship, abundance, cooperation, and deep understanding that is beyond the mind. Blessings and peace to you all. Blessings and peace unto you, Mr. Phil. Thank you, beloved. Peace to you. you.
Okay, everyone, that concludes today's edition of the Outer Limits of Inner Tooth Radio Show. Special thanks to our featured guest, Mr. Fu, and his lovely entourage, Sally, Sophie, and Jerome. Love you guys. Thank you so much, as always, to our virtues, Miss Carrie O'Connor, Miss Lisa Kaza, and Miss Constance Stellas. To learn more about the Outer Limits of Inner Tooth Radio Show, please go to our website at OuterLimitsRadio.com. So the next time we meet, my friends, wishing upon you an abundance of peace love and beers take good care and thank you so much for listening hello this is ryan host and executive producer of the out of limits of inner truth radio show here today to tell you about the out of limits of inner truth radio show virtues miss carrie o'connor psychic medium psychic empath lisa Kaza, and astro phenom constant stellas all three of these individuals are powerful metaphysical seers teachers i love talking to them and i think you should talk to them as well Psychic medium Carrie O'Connor, which you can find her at CarrieO'Connor.com, provide a lot of insight on your life. She visually sees spirits. She can tell you all kinds of great information, facilitate communication with your loved ones. Awesome. Check her out, CarrieO'Connor.com. Then you've got the Astro Phenom, Miss Constance Stellas. You lay out your birthday. She'll tell you about where your chart is, where you're headed to, some of the things you can predict, whether or not you're an astrological compatibility with that uh, Mr. or Mrs. Wonderful you're currently dating. See if that can happen. Learn more about Miss Constance Sellis by going to your website at ConstanceSellis.com. And then, of course, we have psychic empath Miss Lisa Kaza at LisaKaza.com. Lisa Kaza is so amazing. She's direct, straightforward, going to give you the straight, honest truth. She'll provide a tremendous amount of insight into where you're going and where you're, some of your biggest decisions. Lisa is very unique, hard-hitting, powerful. Lisa Kaza, Constance Sellis, Carrie O'Connor. All virtues that you can hear on a regular basis on the Outer Limits of Inner Tooth Radio Show. I've talked to 75 psychic mediums or more plus in my life. I think these three individuals stand out. They are amazing. I love them to death. Be sure to contact them and learn more about all of them by going to our website at OuterLimitsRadio.com. Want to be heard or seen in front of millions of people? Want to be an expert on TV or radio? Goldman McCormick PR is a New York City-based public relations agency that specializes in traditional and social media placement for law, finance, media, and corporate-based clients. Goldman McCormick PR also are specialists in website development, radio show creation, press conferences, media training, and so much more. Check out GoldmanMcCormick.com for more information. GoldmanMcCormick.com. 